From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Yes, for week commencing March 26, 2017, this is the national news from VK1WIA and I'm Graham VK4BB. Around VK we go, the Central Coast thanks the visitors to its successful Wyong Field Day last month. For those who couldn't make it, the team have been able to put together the slides of some of the very interesting lectures that took place, and these will be found on fieldday.org.au. A link to the available lecture materials in PDF form is on that home page. While there, please don't forget to help the club plan next year's event by giving your comments through the survey. Always good to get feedback on how events panned out, and another who followed through after WIA News made mention of its activity was the team of VI3FB75. Flying Boat Museum visitors saw amateur radio in action when the late Bogger Communication Bunker had commemorative station VI3FB75 on air last Saturday, much to the delight of those at RAAF number 1 Flying Boat Repair and Service Depot's 75th anniversary. Thomas VK3EO and Noel VK3FI were proud to be part of the anniversary at Swan Hill, who, with other radio amateurs, made some 150 contacts. Within a few days after the event, the first QSL card had been received from Jeff VK3TL for the commemorative QSL card design for the anniversary. When the VI3FB75 operation had ended, those involved had an informal meal at the Swan Hill Club to talk about the day and enjoy the company. Well done. Oh, and this WIA news service still went out as per usual on VK3 RMA, with Noel VK3 FI playing flying boats, Brad VK3 BRB ably covered the home base. Still in VK3 EMDRC Hamfest, it's on, on Sunday, doors open 10am, and you still have time to head down and grab a bargain, or just a sausage and bread and catch up with your mates. The traditional AM and CW event organised by Mike Banjo-Patterson, VK4MIK and the Tablelands Radio Group of Far North Queensland will again take to the air for the seventh year. This is not a contest. It honours those modes used by service personnel in earlier wars. The event idea came from a telephone conversation between VK4MIK and a former World War II coast watcher in Papua New Guinea, Lionel Veal. He set up his ATR-4A HF radio, orientated the antenna from behind enemy lines, and Lionel was one of those brave coast watchers who sent back vital information. The concept developed by the Tableland Radio Group basically asks us to consider changing mode on Anzac Day nets as an honour and amateur radio salute to those who served or who are serving. The annual event involves ex-military sites and related museums. It includes the Nali net on 3600 kilocycles with CW from 1930 Zulu and AM from 2030 Zulu and the friendly afternoon net on 7120 kilocycles from 0600 Zulu in North Queensland. As most amateurs in the north of Tassie will be aware, it's traditional to have a barbecue in early autumn at Lilydale Falls. This year it will be Friday the 31st of March. All interested amateurs, radio enthusiasts, their family and friends are invited to attend. In recent years, this has become a non-club event with attendees coming from all corners of the state and the occasional mainlander. 
The event is timed to start about 4pm and cooking generally gets underway by 5. Please BYO everything, including chairs, etc., and bring some warm clothing as I'm told it can cool off rather quickly as the sun sets. Lilydale Falls Park is just two kilometres north of the town on the Lilydale Main Road, B81. Bring a few nibbles to share, a bottle of wine and enjoy the evening. Who listens to radio? That go where you go, medium called radio. K4, pick the kilo, x-ray, Toowoomba. K4, BRB, K4, FKDB. K4, Tango Park, Kerry Clifton. K4, Echo Mike. BK4 FSRB to Woomba. BK4 November Delta Yankee to Woomba. WIA Board Talk, Amateur Radio Direction Finding at a Regional Event. The Wireless Institute of Australia will be represented at the 11th IARU Region 3 ARDF Championships. WIA ARDF coordinator Jack VK3 Whiskey 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 has advised the Mongolian Radio Sport Federation of the intent a WIA team will compete. A letter of intent is the first step for the week-long ARDF championship to be held in Mongolia August 20 through 25 and will be later followed with names and formal invitations. Have you made your formal registration for the WIA AGM? The WIA board meeting last Tuesday received a report on the level of registration to receive for the annual general meeting weekend at Handorf in May. So far, 93 for the Saturday morning AGM and members forum, 106 for the technical talks in the afternoon. Other events kicking off with Friday event at Haas Cafe with 127. On Saturday, the Partners Tour, 34. Birdwood Motor Museum, 73 and the Sunday barbecue attracts 122 registrations. For what is on offer, see the details on wia.org.au, our website, and that includes an online booking form, and also check out the weekly reports being filed by VK5GR Grant Willis. The MC for the WIA convention is Matthew Cook, VK5ZM, who now joins us. I'd like to invite you all to come to the convention after the AGM, which will be different from those in previous years. This year, at the convention, there are two major events being run by the Amateur Clubs of South Australia. The program has been devised and run with the theme, Radio is Magic. It seems poignant in this day and age that we as amateurs showcase the cutting-edge developments and achievements within our hobby and bring this to the masses. This year, there will also be a come-and-try day at a local oval in Harndorf on Sunday morning. This will follow on from the Saturday afternoon talks with practical live demonstrations on the oval that visitors can come and experience. Now this will be a full spectrum event, so for those interested in UHF and SHF we have microwave point-to-point demonstrations and a 10 gig EME station. Going lower, back into the VHF and UHF spectrum, we have high attitude ballooning experiments, ARDF and ATV. Continuing down lower in the bands, back to HF, we have free DV, digital HF, 40 metre loops. Oh, and to really mix it up, we have a number of people out in different parks and peaks wanting to make a QSO. So there we have it folks, the activities program for the WIA AGM 2017 in Harndorf, SA, is an event not to be missed. We'd like to see you come and experience the true magic of radio. See you in Handorf on the 19th to the 21st of May. This is Matthew, VK5ZM.
And finally in board talk, WIA financial audit continues. The WIA had closed its office in Bayswater for a time last week to enable work to start on the 2016 financial audit. With help mainly from staff and the bookkeepers, the registered company auditor, Kidman's Partners, gathered material they need for their independent report. The WIA Board of Directors had decided last year to audit the financial accounts, although an optional lower cost review process was permitted by the Australian Security Investment Commission. The audit process is a more time-consuming, thorough process that analyses the financial accounts, income, banking, assets and liabilities. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello, I'm Jeff Emery, VK4ZPP, and I've been thinking, what to do at this time of year? It should be autumn, but the daylight skips away earlier and the temperature stays much the same. The rains are trying to dampen away the drought and brushing the ground with green shoots. The records are showing that the sun has cleared itself of blemishes and the magic sunspot number has bottomed once again. What also seems apparent is that QRP and digital operators are having lots of fun with signals getting to where they're not expected under these conditions. Not only is there a mood of expectancy about the bands, but we can celebrate Australia rejoining the experiments in space with three CubeSats being launched this weekend. Although these are university projects, it is an indication that leading-edge experimentation is still very much part of the Australian ethos. And just to mark a milestone, voting for the whole WIA board is now complete, and we await the results being posted over the next couple of weeks. With the annual general meeting being held on the 20th of May, the new board takes over from there, and hopefully they will be off to a flying start. There are many issues which have to be continued and others to be finished. And to the people who put their hands up, we must offer our sincere thanks. Voluntary positions that claim many hours a week, and largely out of sight and often out of mind, are ones that keep organisations running by dealing with the many nuts and bolts issues. Let us move into the new WIA year with a spirit of optimism, consideration and respect. I'm Jeff Emery, and that's what I think. How about you? International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, NZART, WIA Local News Service VK7, VK3 Papa Charlie, and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Conference 2017 June in Rotorua. The Rotorua Branch 33 of NZART invites NZART members and their partners to join them for a weekend in Rotorua, said to be New Zealand's coolest hotspot. The venue for this year's conference is the Sudima Hotel in Rotorua City, Geothermal Paradise. Still, with AGM and conference notes, the 90th RSGB AGM will be held at the Angel Hotel, Cardiff, Saturday the 22nd of April at noon. Details of those standing for elections 
the accounts and the minutes of the 2016 AGM appear in their April RADCOM. Distracted driving regulations continue to be an area of interest for many Canadian radio amateurs. These regulations are made and enforced by provincial governments and can vary considerably from province to province and over time. Radio amateurs of Canada representatives in regions often work to clarify regulations where amateurs may be caught up in them or where the regulations are being created or modified. A subcommittee has been formed to monitor the legislation and work with government officials on a province-by-province basis to look after the interests of Canadian amateurs. International Crystal Manufacturing, once the suppliers of crystals for Collins Radios, will be closing its doors by the end of May. The Oklahoma City Company manufactured precision crystals, quartz crystals, oscillators, filters and other products and had been in business since 1950. In addition to being a Collins supplier, ICM also provided materials to Radio Shack, which has filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy for a second time and announced that as many as 5,900 employees and 1,500 remaining stores would be impacted. Neutrons on a plane. Researchers have long known that air travellers are exposed to cosmic rays on board commercial aircraft. Indeed, pilots are classified as occupational radiation workers. A few days ago, spaceweather.com and the students of Earth-to-Sky Calculus took a pair of bubble chambers on board a flight from Sweden to the USA and detected a significant number of neutrons in the passenger compartment. This confirms that neutrons are an important form of aviation radiation. Read more about it in spaceweather.com. NVIS research paper available. A near-vertical incident skywave research paper available for download. NVIS can be used for radio communication in a large area, around 200 kilometres radius, without any intermediate human-made infrastructure. It is therefore especially suited for disaster relief communication, communication in developing regions and applications where independence of local infrastructure is desired, such as military applications. It uses frequencies between around 3 and 10 megahertz. Entitled Radio Communication via Near Vertical Incident Skywave Propagation, an overview, it has been written by Rosamar Alcina Pages and Ben A. Whitfliet. Ed Durant has been keeping we Aussies informed and abreast of SOTA or summits on the air. Now from Portugal comes word all radio amateurs are invited to participate in Portugal's National SOTA Day, April 1st, an event that is meant to both highlight and encourage participation on the summits on the air program. The party on the air is also meant to celebrate SOTA, Portugal's sixth year in activity, started precisely on this day in 2011. Diplomas electronically sent will be available to activators, chasers and SWL registered on SOTA's database and after the upload of their day's logs. No other rules apply other than the summits on the air own set of procedures. For WIA National News, I'm Jason VK2LAW. Each week across Australia and the world, the WIA News Service is heard by hams everywhere. In VK5, you can hear the WIA broadcast on Sunday morning at 9am Central Standard Time on 10 metres on 28515 Upper Side Band. I'm Jeff, VK5HEL. Amateur Radio Magazine contents for April. On the Amateur Radio Magazine cover is the antenna farm used by Contessa of the Month, Tim Duffy, K3LR of Pennsylvania. WIA President VK2ASD 
comments that the next board will guide the WIA in interesting times. He also reflects on the changing nature of radio amateurs, drawing on reports by Fred, VK3DAC, and Mark, VK3OHM. There has been consultation on digital modes and the HF bands. The latest is in the TAC notes. Other articles include automatic identification system for shipping, kite lifting antennas, and a simple 40 metre receiver from available parts. There's also a microcontroller slow scan TV generator and a review of the new Ron Bertram VK2DQ radio theory handbook. The Ross Hole Memorial Contest's overall winner is Ted VK2ARA. See the full story. Contests, DX News, Sotar and Parks and regular columns are also in Amateur Radio Magazine, a monthly WIA membership service. I'm Barry Robinson, VK3 Papa Victor, and you're listening to VK1 WIA. News, talk and radio sport, here with VK1 WIA. Ham Radio Operational News, it's a contact sport. I'm Felix, VK4FUQ. All major Australian contest rules and results are on the contest section of the WIA website. 2017. WIA's Harry Angel Memorial 80 metre sprint, Saturday, May the 6th, 10 hours to 11.46 UTC. May 13 to 15 mils on the air. VK Shires, June 10 and 11. Trans Tasman Low Band Contest 160, 80, 40, Saturday night, July 15, and start time is 08 hours UTC, and finish time is 14 hours UTC. 1010 International Summer Contest, August 5 and 6. WIA's flagship contest, the Remembrance Day Contest, 12th and 13th of August. August 1920. IWLW, the third full weekend in August since 1998. August 26, Alara Contest, start time 1600 hours. This is a 24 hour contest for YLs. IAIU High Speed Telegraphy World Championships are the 8th to the 12th of September. October, CQWWDX SSB Contest, always October's last full weekend. Running all year till December 31, Victorian Local Government Award 2017 Challenge. Eddie Layton, ZS6BE, has announced that on April the 1st, 2017, from 0000 hours UTC to 23.59 hours UTC, the next International Ham Radio Radar Challenge will take place. This challenge is different to any other in the world. Radar is a rapid deployment amateur radio challenge. Choose a 4-hour window in the 24 hours to make as many contacts as you can. But what is different here and what you need to take into account is you need to move your station after every 5 contacts for a particular distance depending on how you move. This applies to radar moving stations only. You may want to take part as a fixed radar station or field station. Your choice. Don't forget you need to think of hydration and food for energy, especially for the on-foot operators. The 2017 South African Radio Leagues Contest Manual spells out the challenge quite nicely. Thaia, W2APF will be on Nebus Island in the Caribbean until the 1st of April. He will be using the call sign V47JR and will be active on 80 to 6 metres, CW and SSB, and QSL's go to the home call, W2APF. Richard, G3RWL, will be reactivating his 8P6DR call sign from Barbados to the 20th of April. He will be on CW and Ritty on 8 of the 10 metres. Three members of the PA6B contest team will be QRVSZA-PA2LS from Albania until the 29th of March. 
Jim, ND9M is back at Diego Garcia in the Chagos Archipelago and is signing VQ96JC. He is active on the HF bands using CW. He is hoping to get permission to change his call to VQ917JC. QSLs go to the home call, ND9M. In Uganda, Anton, ON6NL is once again active as 5X8C from Antebi. Listen for him on the various HF bands. QSL by the Bureau or LOTW. The Amateur Radio section of the Austrian Broadcasting Corporation and the Documentary Archive Radio Communications QSL Collection will operate for 72 hours only. A special event station with the call sign OE17M. Friday, April 21st through to Sunday, April 23. OE17M is an official International Marconi Day station. Contacts made on Saturday, April 22nd are valid for the IMD award. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ, Inningham. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hi, I'm Brian, VK3GR with Worldwide Special Interest Group News. This time starting with females in radio and news lines, Paul Braun, WD9GCO, says that those hams who thought learning Morse code was hard, possibly even harder than a brick, should meet artist Jackie Ferreira, whose works feature Morse code numbers and letters that actually are bricks. The colourful objects set in walkways and walls spell out words in Morse code in at least two public spaces that Jackie redesigned and redefined, a walkway at the University of Rochester in upstate New York and a memorial rooftop garden at Tufts University in Massachusetts. In Rochester, her patterned walkway outside the Memorial Art Gallery spells out the gallery's name and the name of the school in red and dark brick dots and dashes. At Tufts University, Code was used to spell out the name of a young man who killed himself in 2003 during his sophomore year. The library rooftop garden is now dressed in planters, decorative mosaic brick, a sundial, as well as the student's name spelled out in Morse. It's not clear whether Jackie Ferrara actually has memorised Morse or can even copy the code, or has even used a bug or a straight key. But her career has been long and it's also been successful, so clearly she's getting her message across somehow, one brick at a time. Now Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. Aris closer to launching new radio system. The amateur radio on the International Space Station team was praised by NASA after a breadboard multi-voltage power supply easily passed its flight preparation tests. Lou McFadden, W5DID, and Kerry Bank, N6IZW, went to the NASA Johnson Space Center in Houston, Texas in mid-February. There, engineers and EMC lab personnel tested it, noting that the ARIS breadboard power supply was the first hardware to have passed all tests. ARIS can now purchase expensive space-certified parts for the power supply final prototype for a new radio transceiver and are confident when the final and even more rigorous tests are done, it will pass with flying colours. Now to radio amateur young timers, Yasmi Foundation supports Yota. The RSGB is delighted to announce that the Yasmi Foundation has become a super supporter of the Yoda 2017 event at Gilwell Park in August. 
The YASMI Foundation makes supporting grants to individuals and organisations providing or creating useful services for the amateur radio community. Regardless of originality or novelty, YASMI supports these programs in order to further the development of amateur radio around the world. If you'd like to find out more about the IOTA 2017 event, go to www.rsgb.org slash Y-O-T-A. To Worldwide Special Interest Group's Radio Scouting, the Boy Scouts announce the 2017 Jota Jyoti theme. Scouting World's Jamboree on the Air, Jamboree on the Internet team has announced the theme for this year's Jota Jyoti event. It's 60 Years Connecting Scouts. The 2017 theme recognises the event's beginning in 1957 and commemorates its growth in participation and in the expanding communication channels activated this coming October. In addition to amateur radio, those channels include internet-based channels and other internet-based options, including social media, ScoutLink, IRC chat services, Skype, and more. It also recognises the goal of the event, connecting scouts so that they can engage in conversations with other scouts across town and around the world, says USA Jota coordinator, Jim Wilson, K5ND. This allows them to discover geographic and cultural differences and similarities. Plus, they're exposed to the technology that makes all this happen. The Jota Jyoti logo contest is about to start and plans for 2017 include a simplified registration system. According to the World Jota Jyoti Report 2016, more than 1 million scouters in 156 countries and at 33,000 plus locations took part in Jota Jyoti last year. Now, Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio early March saw the Port Elizabeth Radio Society in South Africa and Hamnet Eastern Cape in action again, this time providing radio communications to the organisers of the Addo Elephant Trail Run, an event that included a gruelling 160-kilometre route through the remote and most picturesque parts of the park. Runners had to deal with everything from river crossings to steep inclines and windy mountaintops, running through the night and the heat of the day. Luckily, or maybe not, no elephants. Radio amateurs providing communication between the park rangers, medics, checkpoint personnel and the race organisers. Using a network consisting of two full repeaters and a number of crossband radios that were set up to cover the harsh terrain. Radio amateurs and other volunteers went into the reserve on Friday and camped out until the finish on Sunday. And this has led to a number of happy campers, literally. And I'm Brian, VK3GR, signing off from Melbourne. You are listening to VK1WIA and the broadcast of news and information. At 10.30am and 8pm each Sunday, it is carried by the VK3BWI network through VK3RMM Mount Macedon, VK3RML Mount Dandenong and VK3RMU on Mount St. Leonard. I'm Barry Robinson, VK3 Papa Victor. Rewind, a look back on our history. Bletchley Park, upgraded. Bletchley Park is a place of exceptional historical importance. It remains highly relevant to our lives today and the future. It's the home of British code-breaking and a birthplace of modern information technology. It played a major role in World War II, producing secret intelligence which had a direct and profound influence on the outcome of the conflict. Over the past 20 years, Bletchley Park has become an internationally renowned site, visited by people from around the world, which acknowledges the successes from the war and the people responsible for them. 
It celebrates their values, broad-minded patriotism, commitment, discipline, technological excellence. By presenting and explaining these achievements and those values in the very place where they occurred, Bletchley Park brings together the dramatic history of the 20th century with the challenges we face in the 21st in our rapidly changing and technologically complex society. Public interest in Bletchley Park has grown enormously over the past few years and the number of visitors to the park in 2016 was over a quarter of a million. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions www.wia.org.au WIA and the social scene 2017. March 26, this weekend, EMDRC's Hamfest, the Great Ryrie Primary School in Heathmont. It is on Sunday and the doors open at 10am, so you still have time to head down and grab a bargain. Or maybe just catch up with your mates and share a sausage and bread. April 9 in VK6, Hargfest at the Les Murdy Hall. This is at 96 Gladys Road. April 28 to May 1 in VK4, Clareview Gathering between Rocky and Mackay. May 13 in VK3, Moorabbin and District Radio Club's Hamfest, 10am at the Southern Community Centre, Mulgrave. Moorabbin and District Amateur Radio Club is pleased to announce the 2017 Hamfest will be on Saturday the 13th of May, with doors opening at 10am. This year's event will be at the Southern Community Centre, Rupert Drive. The Moorabbin Radio Club's annual Hamfest is proud to be Victoria's biggest with displays and sales of new and pre-loved equipment. A must-come, must-see event for anybody interested in radio communications and electronics. Major door prizes, free tea and coffee, light refreshments and a sausage sizzle also on offer. Trader table bookings and general inquiries can be made by emailing Graham Lewis. Now his email address is vk3gl at bigpond.com or by the telephone number which you'll see when you read the text edition of this week's WIA National News. And the WIA National AGM at Harndorf is on May 19. June 2 to 4 in VK4, Teresa Creek Campout Day. June 10 to 11 in VK5, Serg Annual Convention and the VK Fox Hunting Championships. July 1 in VK3, Gips Tech 2017, the Technical Conference in Church Hill. September 9 through 10, Alara Meet 2017 in Cairns and listen for VI4 Alara from July. November 12 in VK5, Adelaide Hills Amateur Radio Society's Hamfest from 8am and VK3, Rosebud's annual celebration of all things amateur radio. That again is November 12. Till next we meet, I'm Graham VK4BB. Walk softly. Are you an amateur radio user or user? Whether it be the WIA, your local club, show your support in a tangible way. Support the providers you utilise. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.